Good morning, Fresno, Central California, all of California, and anyone else listening via podcast. This is Jonathan Keller, President and CEO of California Family Council. Happy to be with you on today's episode of Life, Family, Liberty. And if you are watching on Facebook Live, I just gave you a little bit of a update, but we are actually doing this from the studios of Talk Radio 1680 KGED. Uh, we are not in the wonderful studios of Right to Life Central California because my not normal today. not my, today my normal co-host John Girardi who's with me today um, our our shared producer Rafael Rodarte is unavailable this morning so we figured we'd go into the studio because John I don't know about you but I didn't really want to spend the time to learn all the ins and outs of doing a Skype call for uh, uh, no, the radio that's, show that that seems a little complicated that's why we pay Mr Rafael that's right and we're very happy to be here today with uh, the engineers behind the glass thanks gentlemen for setting this up uh hey john yeah. it's uh it's amazon prime day oh my gosh are you gonna get another instant pot uh, uh probably not but uh maybe for someone i might get it I, I actually have already been thinking you know i could get most of my christmas shopping done in uh july if i wanted to wasn't so. that a key um plot point to the television show this is us which i have never actually watched but that someone like someone dies in a tragic Instant pot accident? Instant pot or crock pot accident? Uh, I, I actually, so I thought I had heard a rumor that someone tragically dies, but likewise, I have never actually seen an episode. My wife loves that show and several other uh, people. Does she? I remember, yes. I, I remembered one time at Right to Life, we had a, an auction meeting and several women of a certain age were, very <laughs> were all weepy. there and were like, do you watch This Is Us? I watch This Is Us. Yes. I love This Is Us. <laughs> yes. Like, well, yes, this seems to be the target audience oh, yes. for shows that are just deliberately manipulative of all your emotions. Well, and and I had also, I remember specifically after this one devastating episode, which I, I don't know anything about it. I hope I'm not spoiling it. I don't know any names, so don't don't yell at us, people. But uh, it, I do remember the next day the, people the, being- The overweight actress struggles with her weight on one episode? Uh, apparently, yes. The alcoholic struggles with alcoholism. I don't know. You know, just yeah. a, a classic, very special. The overweight, act, the overweight lady also. She finds an overweight guy, and even though they're both overweight, they, they still find something in each they other. They love to each love, other. That they love each they other. They find a lot deeply. of something in each other to love. All like, right, a whole right, lot. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's settle down. Um, I, the reason I bring up Amazon Prime Day is not just because I'm I'm you know participating in gross American consumerism, although that, that's good Check. too. <laughs> Check that box. The, uh, the the reason I was going to say is that um, if you are going to be shopping on Amazon Prime Day Prime today, you're going to be there for the next 38 hours, 48 minutes, and 25 seconds. They have all sorts of cool things. They've got um, a Keurig, it, it, single all, serve coffee maker, all the stuff you can get on Amazon, which is literally everything. iPads, Amazon Echo devices, um, robotic vacuums. Uh, I mean, all sorts of cool, nifty stuff. Um, if there's anything that you are thinking of buying today, I'm not saying, you know, don't, you know, if Dave Ramsey is listening, don't, don't go and uh, put everything on a credit card and, you know, just go into debt up to your eyeballs. That's not what we're saying. What we are All saying right. is if you would like to, uh, if you'd like to kick a little bit of cheddar back the way of either California Family Council or, or, right, or, to life. or right to Life, you can go to a special website, smile.amazon.com. Literally, the, the word smile, S-M-I-L-E smile.amazon.com and if you go there you will be given a, an option to say hey would you like to uh, support a great charity with every dollar of your amazon.com purchase 
And if you click that, you can support either California Family Council Foundation, which is the official name of California Family Council when it comes to uh, tax matters, which is what you'll have to search for. Or you can search for and support Right to Life uh, of Central California Education Fund, I believe. Yeah. It's either education or educational. Yeah. And I know there was a there was a problem at our bank because of it. <laughs> education <laughs> versus were, educational. People weren't sure if it was education fund or educational fund. It's, but anyway, you, you can find it there. Just search for Right to Life of Central California. You'll find it. So if you search for either one of those today, uh, I, I would uh, greatly appreciate you going and maybe participating. If you go to the smile.amazon.com right now, it says Prime Day, a two-day parade of epic deals exclusively for Prime members. And really, truly, it, it's funny, John. They, they have um, Amazon has been able, just through their sheer force of market dominance, be able to create, like, I mean, people joke about, you know, oh, it's like Christmas in July. Well, Kind of actually is like Christmas in July or like oh, yeah. Black Friday in July. Oh, it's um, a bigger bigger deal in the Girardi house than, you know, the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Certainly. Well, and it's funny because there is another, I think it's, I think it's in China. I'm not, I'm not positive, but I know I, that I believe, in, I believe our president pronounces it China. China. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. In, in that, uh, in that August country, there is a day that I believe is 11-11. There's something, Ch- Chinese culture places greater uh, emphasis on certain number, numeral pairs. That's why there's no fourth floors in Las Vegas casinos. I did not know that. Number four is unlucky in China. Wow. So there's there no go. four and no 13. Exactly. Man, that is, uh, that's pretty confusing for everybody who lives lo- above the actual 11th floor. I know. It's, it's pretty weird. Two phantom floors. Yeah. Um, so... But in China, they have this whole thing where it's 11-11, and you get uh, a massive amount of shopping in China that day. They've done something similar where the entire country goes shopping, and it's, it's kind of their version of Black Friday. Well, Amazon basically, as I said, because of their huge gargantuan position in the American market and the international market, not only do they have their own products on sale, not only do they say, oh, well, look, you know, yeah, we're going to do a great deal if you want to get a new Amazon Echo – uh, for your bedroom, which Julia and I have, so we can listen to music and so that Amazon can spy on all of our conversations about Hudson as we're uh, talking about parenting decisions. Uh, if you want to get one of those, they're on sale now for only $22 off a normal price of $49.99. Um, you can get a uh, all right. an, an iPad, all this kind of yes, stuff. Yes, we, we understand. You can buy things on Amazon. You can buy things, and any purchase you make is going to go back and kick back to uh, California Family Council or Right and, to Life, Central California. And Jeff Bezos. And Well, that's true, too. All right. So Moving right along. Uh, yeah, I, I will probably remind you to do that once or twice. We won't spend the entire first segment talking about Amazon. But, um, John, we are only a couple minutes left in this segment, but I, w- I wanted to just let people know that we are in a little bit of an interesting limbo because we had the California legislature finally went on hiatus. Yay! They are on recess which means that they get a nice four-week break to go back to the district, supposedly, and meet with their constituents. Um, and by I, meet with their constituents, we mean meet with a very small, select grouping of their constituents who are helpful to their re-election purposes. Right. So, anyway. That is that is Not all of them. I shouldn't be mean. But frankly, but, uh, when you have a district with a million people in it, literally what all the state senators have uh there are some people you can afford not to see yes and many of those people unfortunately are conservatives and i would say that it is going to be especially vital for those conservatives to try to reach out to their local elected officials 
especially if they are in one of those districts that flipped from uh, Republican to Democrat in the last election. Um, uh, John, there's some very key bills that are coming up in the legislature. There's obviously ACR 99, which for us is a big deal. It's the uh, bill that would Essentially, it's, it's only a resolution, but it would have a very detrimental effect regarding conversion therapy and speech. Mm-hmm. And actually, John, this is a sad but good tie-in. As much as I have told you to go shop on Amazon, um, there is a danger of having a marketplace dominance. I don't even know if I've told you about this story yet. Um, but Amazon, very quietly and um, almost in a Orwellian fashion, I would say, uh, has begun to slowly remove books relating to conversion therapy on their service. Yes, yes. Um, now, I like I said, I love Amazon. I started off by saying I think there's a lot of great stuff that they do. But the danger of having a, uh, having a system where one, one bookseller, one retailer, period, is able to have such outplaced market dominance is that if they begin to crowd out all the other booksellers, what happens when they decide they don't want to sell your book anymore? It's pretty wild. It's it's dangerous and not terribly good. So when we come back, we're going to talk about this, talk about what books have actually been removed, and talk about other bills that we are watching in Sacramento on life, family, liberty. Welcome back to Life, Family, Liberty. I'm your host, Jonathan Keller, from California Family Council, in the studios of Talk Radio 1680 KGED. Yes, indeedy. That man wearing the Notre Dame Fighting Irish ball cap is John Girardi. Yes, indeed. Letting the flag fly. Missing football. Missing football really grievously the last few weeks. It's just... It's, it's just coming. a big void in my life on on Saturdays. It's it's coming sooner than later. Hopefully, I know. I, I, You're not enjoying all the NBA offseason moves and trades and discussions. Well, the, the thing in the about meantime? the thing about all that is that like it, it doesn't like you can't just watch it on a television and it's not exciting to to watch. You know, you know. It's you it's mean just, just all the yeah. It's true. You have to follow it on your phone. It's not a um. It's not a well, background it's not a sport. activity. It's it's like it's uh, basically a gossip column. So, well, yeah. that that would be fairly accurate. Um, I'm uh, th- this show once again will devolve into NBA talk throughout That's the okay. show, and you know, either today or at future times. So, Paul uh, Paul George w- was frustrated about playing with Russell Westbrook. He thought he was too much of a ball hawk, but Russell Westbrook didn't want to play with so and so. So the team tried to help him out because he wanted to play with his d- friend d- James Hart. Is, d- this is a soap anyone, opera for men. This is anyone, all. This is all the NBA has devolved it's, into. It's, this is us. It's, so this, this is us this for is guys. NB, this is yeah. NBA. So yeah, uh, Kyrie Irving's relationship with with the, the Boston Celtics was toxic. So they they were <laughs> happy to see him leave. Oh, but his best friend is Kevin Durant. Is he actually best friends with Kevin uh, Durant? I though I, I, I think it's BS. Anytime they say any of these NBA players are actually very good friends with each other, they're all acquaintances with each other. They've all been playing AAU and with each other since they were kids. Like. They all known each other for a long time. I don't know that any of them are dear bosom buddies. So, <laughs> there you go, good old pals. Okay, good old bosom buddies. There you go. Is is that? Does the FCC allow me to say that? I all think right. I think you can say I that. Think I'm, I think I'm good. I I I believe you can. Yeah. So, um, 
John, I, I would love, really, I mean, I'd love to do nothing more than just say, man, you know what? There's so little going on in the world that you and I can just discuss Amazon Prime sales and I can I can give you my favorite deal picks and we can talk about uh, which teams are going to be in the NBA Finals and uh, what the playoffs are going to look like. But alas, there is there is important stuff we have to talk about. Um, number one, I, I spent the first segment uh, praising Amazon for their amazing uh, market dominance of being able to bend the entire American and international retail markets to their will. But that being said, uh, there is a dark side. Um, I want to uh, I want to read to you a little bit of a story. Actually, but related to that, apparently oh. Tucker Carlson is speaking at the National Conservatism Conference right now. And, oh, yes. And just stated that the main threat to our ability to live our lives does not come from the government anymore. It comes from the private sector. Well, it comes from Google and Facebook and Amazon. You know, I mean, at least, let me put it this way. At least I at this point. I don't strongly disagree with yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I will say that the government has always in its back pocket that ability to uh, constrain your freedom. Um, uh, Amazon does not have an army of either yet. A, a, well, that's true. They, they don't. Uh, have, I will note that Amazon is now one of the single biggest uh, military contractors, private military contractors in the country. Amazon is. Amazon is. Yes. Really. That's wow. The truth. Look it up. I did not realize that at all. At all. Yeah. Okay. They're they're very in, interconnected in all kinds of different areas of American public life, and uh, yeah, uh, it'll. Just be a matter. I mean, they. I think Tucker Carlson is raising some really interesting questions about, you know, what is the role of these enormous tech companies that have enormous sway over the means of communication in American life: Google, Facebook, Twitter. Oh yeah, Amazon, and that they all come from a very controlling, dominant left-wing viewpoint, and American conservatism has had this libertarian streak of you know, wanting, you know, laissez-faire economics that are, you know, good for business. And what do we get in return? We get these huge corporations that are aggressively pushing social conservative viewpoints, uh, uh, social viewpoints that are radically socially left-wing. And so why, <laughs> why should we continue this old alliance? Uh, you know, why are we fighting to lower the corporate tax rate when then these same corporations are not, you know, going to stand up for religious freedom or any of these things that we support. I, I 100% agree with you. And I, I do think that it's very bizarre that for the longest time, big business was kind of the buddy. You know, corporations were the buddy, at least ostensibly, of the right. They were, you know, in fan, they were fans of the Republican Party and saying, oh, you know, uh, free market economics and deregulation and uh, Reagan. That's right. Or prostate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch, of, bunch of old guys like on yeah. 30 Rock. Yeah. Well, well, but you think about it, like you look even to like some of these major areas in Southern California. Why were certain parts of California, why was Orange County and San Diego traditionally known, John, as, as more of a Republican area? Well, because you had, number one, you had all these defense contractors. Uh, and number two, you had aerospace. And, and, and you had a couple of these big industries that were very influential. Um, and that were strongly in support of uh, the Republican ideals of, you know, kind of uh, quasi-soft libertarianism. You know, just mm -hmm. leave us alone and we'll leave you alone. Um, 
The problem is that now— We're open libertarianism for a lot of Republicans, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, the, the, the problem is now that when you begin to get this level of market dominance, the things that I think liberals um, decried for a long time—I mean, it's very funny to me, John. A lot of the things that liberals decry about uh, a corporation like uh, Walmart, for example, what mm-hmm. would they say? Well, you know, our concern with Walmart is that they're paying these, you know— uh, substandard wages, you know, people can't survive, they can't exist on not just low amounts. They're not unionized. Um, they're coming in Importing and they're... all these cheap products from China that, that you know, are made with slave labor, you the, know. And, and and they also will come in and when they when they show up in a market segment, i.e. a small town, or and I've, I've heard this and I've seen this, in small towns, especially in the Midwest, Midwest, they would go and find areas where, okay, you know, there's three towns that each town only has, you know, 20,000 people. Or, yeah. or 50, you stick a Walmart people. in there, and then all other businesses shut down yes. because that's it becomes the go-to hub for groceries, yeah. tech, it, everything. And, and what they would do is, even if there were areas that were too small to sustain a Walmart on their own, let's say that they were more like five to ten thousand people, well, then they would find okay, where can we place something uh, that is within you know less than an hour drive of a couple of these small towns, and the Walmart will be the new hub. Well, there's no uh, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. I mean, it is, um, it's great when you can have uh, manufacturing and delivery and everything else that, uh, that helps to lower prices of products for everybody. Um, that is generally a good thing. The bad thing is then when those same companies decide for ideological purposes that they're not going to sell certain products anymore. Now, I don't think we have to worry, John, that Oh, you know, um, Amazon has decided to uh, preference the maker of one type of plastic laundry basket over another. That's probably not going to be that big of a deal. Um, why wouldn't it? Well, I mean, they could completely control the market. They at could. Some point. They could. But, but I guess I should say there's not a uh, there's not a First Amendment. I mean, there's not a First Amendment problem with it to to, to plastic uh, uh, laundry baskets. There's not necessarily a First Amendment religious freedom component to. Um, boxes of macaroni and cheese being sold from one or the other. There is a big implication on books and on those types of uh, products. So when we come back, I'm going to read you an article or part of an article from my friend Brandon Showalter at the Christian Post talking about how Amazon is suppressing speech on life, family, liberty. Welcome back to Life, Family, Liberty. I'm your host, Jonathan Keller. That man with his head in his hands is John Girardi. Just decrying the downfall of Western civilization. He's he's concerned because I asked him during the break, since we've been talking about Amazon and big corporate power and everything, I, I look on Amazon here and, and I see this great confluence of surveillance and um, uh, DNA monitoring. It says, hey, yeah. John, save $50 on Ancestry DNA test kits. Yeah. Let me tell you something. It's going to be a cold day in hell when John Girardi spits into a tube to give some corporation my DNA. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure someone has it already. Sure. But, like, why am I voluntarily giving some some enormous corporation my DNA? Like, like what? Are they going to do something good with it? Sure. Like, yeah. Oh, no, the only thing we're going to do is... You know, see if your great-great-grandma, you know, slept with a Native American, cheated on your grandpa, and if you're now, as a result, you know, a little more Native American than Elizabeth Warren. Like, no. Like, I I don't care. I really, really, truly don't care about my ancestry enough 
to spit into a tube so that some corporation now has my full genetic makeup. Well, John, I'm sure nothing bad could possibly happen from being able to yeah, catalog I'm, and track I'm millions sure and millions not, of people. Yeah, I'm sure they're not, you know, 30 years from now going to take that DNA and make clones of me to produce, yeah. you know, uh, embryonic stem cells to, you know, whatever. That's true. Regard, whatever it is, I, I have, I'm, I'm not giving some corporation my DNA. Uh, this has been John Girardi with the Wilford Brimley segment of the show. <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> uh, at some point, it would be interesting to talk about um, all of the implications of medical technologies and what is acceptable versus not acceptable for different families and individuals. But John, I wanted to go back to I wanted to go back to uh, our first discussion about Amazon and, and corporate America. Yes. I wanted to read you part of an article from my friend Brandon Showalter. Uh, Brandon is a reporter with the Christian Post. Go for it. And uh, he uh, he wrote an article a couple of days ago uh, when there was a little bit of a breaking news story last week. Uh, the title of it is, Amazon Stops Selling Books by Catholic Psychologist Amid, L- Amid LGBT Activist Pressure. Hmm. Oh, come on, John. I mean, this sounds kind of overblown. What's, what's the big deal? You know, Amazon's a private company. Okay, here, here's the story. Amazon has permanently removed books from its website by Joseph Nicolosi, who is often referred to as, quote, the father of conversion therapy, unquote, in a move some say portends censorship of anything Christian regarding sexuality. For months, the global online retail giant has been petitioned by LGBT activists who have urged the company to discontinue the works of Nicolosi, a clinical psychologist and Catholic author who died in 2017, NBC reported this week. Oh, I didn't know he had passed away. Yep, passed away. His, now, his son is still alive. Uh, Dr. Joseph Nicolosi Jr. is still alive and is actually... His wife, Barbara Nicolosi, also, I uh, think... Linda. Linda Nicolosi. Linda Nicolosi? Yeah. I thought it was a Barbara. All right. There might, there might be, but Lin, yeah, okay. Linda is still very... Strong Catholic family from down in Southern California. Uh, the senior, Dr. Nicolosi, wrote several works about homosexuality in men and therapeutic approaches for persons with same-sex attraction. A change.org petition, which if those of you are not familiar, change.org is this website where anybody can go and create a petition and says, wow, this injustice is going on. And then they send you emails for the rest of your yes. life. Yes, <laughs> that's basically until, true. Until you have to unsubscribe and mark them as spam. Yes. The change.org petition was launched five months ago, and it calls for Amazon, of course, as soon as I accidentally click the wrong button there. Oh, there we go. Uh, has garnered over 80,000 signatures that ask Amazon to stop selling Mr. Nicolosi's, Dr. Nicolosi's books and links conversion therapy to aversion therapy practices such as electroshock and taking medications to cure homosexuals into being heterosexual. In the none, past, of, none of which I'm sure Dr. Nicolosi ever advocated in a billion years. That is correct. And, yeah. and we should also clarify, when, when John and I several years ago were working together on bills at the Capitol, uh, and especially us now at California Family Council, uh, we have never supported any sort of what they call aversion therapy techniques. Aversion yeah. therapy, the idea is that, oh, I, I am averse to this type of thing that is happening. Um, I have to be careful how I say this. I, I'm not endorsing the movie A Clockwork Orange. Yeah. <laughs> but if you've seen it, or if you're at least vaguely familiar with the idea, part of a, a big plot point from that movie comes from the idea that the, the bad guy played by Malcolm McDowell in that movie uh, was uh, essentially tortured into something with something called aversion therapy. Uh, he was a he was a horrible guy. He was a rapist and a murderer. 
And they basically go through and the, this experimental psychologist tortures him into being unable to even see a woman uh, without being physically ill. Um, he's he's not able to commit any sort of you know sexual uh, assault sexual crimes. assault anymore because his body has been chemically and physiologically conditioned to that. Um, so really, a great model for uh, <laughs> yeah. That is not what anybody that advocates. I ever have met as, uh, uh, supports or advocates. Um, the idea of uh, the type of therapy, the reintegrative therapy that uh, Dr. Nicolosi practiced and advocated for is the idea that God creates every one of us, male and female. Every person uh, has certain uh, uh, desires and uh, attractions. The idea is that you would be able to reintegrate your ideas in concert with your biological, physiological sex. Now, for some people, that may never happen. But, but John, there are a whole lot of people. I know you've met some of them. I've met some of them um, that at one point in their life or another have experienced same-sex attraction. In some cases, they've even lived in the lived uh, a gay lifestyle. Gay lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, we, we have a friend, a former co-worker, uh, who was on staff at CFC when uh, John was there back in 2016 named Jim Doman, Pastor Jim Doman. Uh, he uh, came out as gay in his, I think, early 20s. He lived with another man um, for, I think, over five years, and then left the gay lifestyle, got married to his lovely wife, Amanda. They now have three beautiful children. Um, I know one thing that Jim has said was really helpful for him was being able to talk to pastors, being able to read books, being able to go through therapy that helped him uh, come back to a place where he was able to embrace uh, heterosexual attraction and be married to a woman and be happily married to a woman. Yeah. So this is uh, the, uh, let me keep reading the article here. He says, in the past few years, several states have adopted bans on so-called conversion therapy providers. LGBT activists assert the practice is harmful, discredited, and contributes to the suicide of LGBT persons. That's what they assert. Yet some say the phrase is a ruse and that Amazon's decision is hypocritical in light of other materials from which they continue to profit. In an email to the Christian Post on Thursday, Darren Mell, president of the Voice for the Voiceless group, uh, insists that the phrase conversion therapy is a manipulative scarecrow concocted by LGBT lobby groups. Today, no electrical shocks or similarly abusive methods are employed, and what is being contested around the country is talk therapy, which is essentially what happens in any therapist's office around the entire country. Yeah. Quote, the truth is that sexual orientation is fluid and one can experience a change in desires of sexual attraction from same sex to opposite sex. Well, the LGBT lobby has millions of dollars at their disposal to obfuscate the truth and influence culture. No amount of money can change the truth. Mel stressed, unquote. Well, no, 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 no. no. I, I think you got that wrong, Jonathan. You see, <laughs> uh, sexuality is fluid in one direction. Right. It's like a ratchet. Yep. So. You can perfect. You can be heterosexual, and, and but then over time, and even by talking with a therapist, come to a greater realization that you know my what I truly desire, blah 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 blah, is homosexuality. But you can't go the other way. You're you can't be fluid in that other way, or talk with a therapist about saying, hey, like you know, I want you know, I'm already married to a woman. I'm experiencing these feelings. But I want to maintain my marriage. How can I experience these feelings less? No, 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 no. That's evil abuse. You know, that's the kind of thing that the left is trying to basically outlaw and shove out of polite society. That's right. So when we come back, I'm going to finish that article. And we're going to talk about the seedy underbelly of Amazon and uh, the ways that it's threatening free speech and freedom for all of us on today's episode of Life, Family, Liberty.
Welcome back to Life, Family, Liberty. I am your host, Jonathan Keller. Happy to be with you today <sighs> on the July 15th edition. John, I, I can't believe that, number one, I can't believe that the month is already half over. Uh, but I, I, Again, I feel like it moves at the pace of roughly uh, one day per day. So, yeah, it, uh, feel, it feels about right. <laughs> this, is, this, is my, this is another curmudgeon take of mine. Everyone who is shocked at the passage of time. Yes. I, uh, uh, fair, fair enough. I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, can't, I can't believe that the, uh, the right to life Christmas auction, for example, is barely four months away. I'll put it that way. Oh God. See, now that's the passage of time thing. Uh, <laughs> I knew I just had to put it in words. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I uh, love the right to life Christmas auction. It's the best Christmas party of the year. I just don't like having to be the person to organize it. I, I agree with you. I would always be torn because I'd love that event. I would love being in the moment of that event. Like I, you know, me, I'm Mr. Extrovert. It's like, a, yeah, it's, my, it's a Christmas party, a thousand people. Yay. Yes. But, um, it is also a lot of work to put on. So kudos yes. to all the amazing ladies and gents, but let's be honest, mostly, mostly ladies, ladies who put it all together and make it. <laughs> so. Yes, indeed. Um, John, I, I, I want to keep talking about this story. I, I think we could probably spend the entire rest of the show on this talking about the oppression of um, viewpoints, minority viewpoints by Amazon. Um, yes. And, and I want to I come back to that. I want to read one thing and then have you come in on a different topic. But this is what, um, uh, this is part of what else was talked about in this article by Brandon Showalter. He says, um, uh, Darren Meld, again, the person from Voice to the Voiceless, said, um, only look here. Uh, the desire to remove books of psychologists will not change the truth. Banning books of our life stories is in vain. We still exist, and we will still speak of the good works of Jesus, unquote, said Mel. Uh, he added that while he never went through any of Dr. Nicolosi's specific counseling models, he has read a few of his books, some of which articulated remarkable parallels to his own journey and explained some of his life experiences. Uh, author and Eastern Orthodox Christian Rod Dreher said Amazon's move was the latest example of, quote, woke capitalism, quote, it is only a matter of time before LGBT activists start attacking any book that contradicts their ideology, because now Amazon has shown that they will knuckle under. You don't have to agree with Nicolosi's theories to be alarmed at what Amazon has done here. Dreher noted that Amazon still sells books like, and John, I, I realize that usually Godwin's Law means that you shouldn't bring up Hitler. Yeah. But literally, Amazon still sells Mein Kampf by yeah. Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Popularly uh, available to anyone, not just yeah. for scholars, not just for... Yeah. But John, wouldn't we, if, if we're talking about books that could possibly incite people to have bad ideas or bad thoughts, really? Really? Yeah. That's that's the quality. Well, uh, okay. They also sell a book by David Duke, white supremacist David Duke uh, on communism. They sell books by Grover Fur, an apologist for Joseph Stalin. And then the retort might be, John, well, yeah, but, you know, look, Dr. Nicolosi, he, he is, uh, it's not a scientific book and it's, it's being purported to help people, you know, with 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 psychological issues or healing, and and we just don't want to, there to be fraud. That that's the way that they tried to pass right. last year's AB twenty nine forty three. They knew they couldn't just outright ban the book because that would be a clear First Amendment violation. So they said, well, this falls under the consumer fraud statute. We just want don't yeah. want people to be defrauded. Okay, right. Amazon is obviously not a government. They're not subject to the First Amendment. In case Casey Maddox or Ilya Shapiro is watching, highly unlikely. But in case they are, yeah. Um, I understand that Amazon does not have, they are a private party. They do not have the same First Amendment obligations. But um, for those who assert 
we're going back to the article, for those who assert Nicolosi's work is not scientific and should not be sold, that's not a valid excuse since the website also sells books on healing through crystal therapy. Exactly. We had a presidential candidate on the uh, Democratic debate stage a few weeks ago, Marianne Williamson. Yes. Who, part of the reason why she has been most popular in the past was because she is a self-help guru. She had officiated a bunch of weddings in Hollywood. She'd been one of Oprah's self-help gurus. And she does advocate, like, healing and energy and blah, 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 all this stuff. None of her books are being taken off of Amazon, last I checked. Um, and anyway. It's, anyway, yeah, no, it's it's completely it's it's completely nutso, and and this is the the threat of uh, why I'm trending towards Tucker Carlson uh, conservatism. <laughs> wow, <laughs> uh, the this is the looming threat of major corporations controlling all of the means of knowledge, um, all of the avenues through which we get information. Um, that essentially, I mean, if, if Amazon becomes essentially, begins to hold essentially a monopoly on books in this country, then they can radically influence how, you know, the way people think and the way, the way people form their opinions. And they can do so in a way that is bad uh, because yeah. they are a company that believes in bad things. Yes. <laughs> right there and they are a corporation that has benefited from years of conservative activism in politics to make, you know, corporate tax rates lower and, you know, hey, put the, them in a financial John, ad, the, financially the, advantageous position and they stab us right in the back. So uh again, I I question but why, I was, why we are being so nice to them in tax policy when they are going along with the dominant left-wing forces that would reduce their business drastically but they somehow want to appease them as and, and appear to be, you know, culturally, you know, you know, the woke as as well, just left wingers. Yes. Well, and I, I would say, John, that the part part of the problem here is that they um, conservatives for a long time. I was told by conservatives that the internet was going to make everything better and free because look, you know, um, information is going to be free. We're going to have. Uh, more speech, more democracy, everything's going to be fantastic. I, I, I think in oftentimes that can be very good, but you can't overlook the the fact that the people who are running these corporations do have ideologies. The left always likes to joke and say, oh, well, you know, uh, hey, con- uh, corporations are not people. We don't think they should have speech rights like uh, the uh, Citizens United case famously right. said. Well, that's the thing, like, we talked earlier in the show about Walmart. I mean, the left used to hate, but I mean, the left still does in many cases, hate Walmart because Walmart would come into a marketplace, into a region. They would set up shop. All the small, all of the smaller businesses around them would be destroyed because Walmart has these economies of scale and they're this massive corporation and they are shipping all their goods in from China and they're getting all this cheap, all these cheap goods and you know, small folks can't compete with them, and then people want to go work for the Walmart. Walmart doesn't unionize, blah, 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 blah. The left used to hate that model. Now, I mean, Amazon has done the exact same thing. Right. On, like, a, on a bigger scale even than Walmart. Amazon's done the same thing. Twitter has done something kind of similar for ideology. I mean, Twitter has destroyed blogs. Mm-hmm. And blogs yeah. used to be a pretty open, fair competition. You could find, you know... All kinds of different opinions. 
uh, Twitter has completely supplanted that. And if Twitter wants to, with a snap of their finger, they can just, and we're, we're heading in this direction where more and more conservative ideas, uh, more and more traditional ideas from traditional Judeo-Christian morality are being labeled by the left as beyond the pale. Right. So at a certain point, you know, is Twitter going to allow anyone on, you know, to tweet anything in support of marriage between one man and one woman? Is Twitter going to allow anything on there to, to allow someone to have a forum to talk about skepticism about transgenderism? Is Twitter going to have a forum for anyone to express any kind of anti-abortion viewpoint? Right. At a certain point, we're trending towards anyone with those viewpoints not having a platform for speech. And it's it's concerning. It's concerning. Uh, I, I don't, I, I think these corporations are now powerful in a way that we have rarely seen before. Yeah. So let me, let me read, John. This is uh, theologian Denny Burke, who's a professor at Boyce College in Kentucky. He said, um, uh, Christianity has always taught us that Jesus both saves and sanctifies sinners, meaning that the gospel helps us change even in our wayward sexual desires. And this is the point that you were making. Sexual The sexual revolutionaries used to ask us, quote, how does my gay marriage harm you? Well, this is how. They've gone from live and let live to affirm our sexual immorality or we will tar and feather you as causing the deaths of gay people. It is a calumny and a lie, and yet here we are. Right. Yeah. Uh, and this is this is where that we're heading. And, and if that's the viewpoint, if they say that your microaggressions you know, cause physical harm and we should be able to stop it, we should be able to use the mechanisms of government to stop it, or at the certain... Certainly, if they're going to make these arguments that we should use the mechanisms of government to stop it, they can certainly say, hey, no corporation should be, you know, endorsing this, supporting this, giving a platform for this. Right. And and that's that's kind of my fear with Twitter and Google. I mean, we already saw, you know, in, in San Jose, a pro-life uh, Obria prenatal health care clinic was coming up very high in searches for abortion San Jose. And it caused, you know, left-wing activists to go picket at Google Saying how dare you, and then they change their their, their thing, algorithm, their yep. algorithm, and now now the pro life center. So, are, are is Google just not going to show any results for pro life clinics because pro abortion activists don't like them, and because people who work at Google are all pro abortion? Uh, it's a it's a scary trend that we're heading towards, and uh, I I think there are too many conservatives who are hidebound to old ways of thinking about these things and not seeing that like look i i'm a conservative i mean conservatism as a political philosophy has always been sort of utilitarian like to, to serve certain political ends rather than a thing in itself uh, i mean i'm a conservative because i believe in these moral truths first and foremost and if if we can't do that then you know we need to maybe start thinking bigger i uh I, yep i agree Well, folks, we could talk about this a lot more, and we will talk about it a lot more on next week's episode of Life, Family, Liberty. See you then.